With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 158, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And my name's Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, you can't be true to yourself if you don't know who you are. And joining me on today's show is Chris Reese. Chris is a Christian life coach, a counsellor, an author and a speaker. And Chris works with women to overcome life's obstacles and grow in their faith and follow their God-given purpose. She's got a passion for teaching women to boldly live the abundant life. Chris holds a PhD in Christian counseling and a master's in theology. And Chris is a wife and a mother of a beautiful blended family. And in her spare time, she loves cycling, being on podcasts and fostering homeless dogs. Now on today's show, Chris is going to share the importance of identifying and dealing with challenges and struggles head on. She's going to talk about having faith in God when it all goes wrong, as well as finding and fulfilling your God-given purpose and so much more. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for having me. It's an honor to be here. Oh, look, my absolute pleasure. And uh, the topics we're going to talk about today around identifying and dealing with challenges and struggles head on, that can be really frightening for people, even knowing that they have God on their side. So it's certainly an honor that you're going to be here today. Share with us a little bit, if you will, an overview of what led you down the path to get into Christian life coaching and, of course, counseling and you do speaking. Was it something that you felt called to do or were there instances and circumstances in your career that led you down the path? How did that pan out for you? So the answer to that would be yes and yes. (laughs) I actually have always had entrepreneurial blood running through my veins. Uh, I I can remember my first business was probably around the age of eight years old. Mm -hmm. And my mother has no idea where this came from. In fact, she used to say things to me like, Chris, when are you going to get a real job? It would it would really stress her out. Mm. And one of the passions that I had for a very long time was fitness. And I spent about 24 years in the fitness industry. And I loved what I did. Mm-hmm. But what I found was that people were looking for outside changes to fix internal problems. Mm. So what I just discovered is the clients that allowed me to go deeper were the ones who were able to see lasting results. Mm -hmm. And I reached a point where I was tired of just 
doing exercises to firm your buttocks and flatten your belly, when in reality, I just wanted to get to the core of who somebody was. And that's where the circumstance sort of led me into recognizing that fitness really may have been a passion for myself, but it wasn't my purpose in life. Mm. And I went out on a journey. And I was on a journey to discover, God, what have you called me to do? And those journeys, they sound so nice. They sound sweet and peaceful. And for those really wonderful temperaments, they love journeys. I got to confess, I'm not a journey girl. Mm. I'm more of a destination. (laughs) Just tell me where I need to go. Just get me there and I'll be happy once I get there, right? Yes. But we know that it doesn't work that way. So I set out on this journey and God began to reveal to me that he wanted me to help people from the inside out. Mm. And that's when I went back to school for counseling. And I've always had a passion for God's word and theology. And it's been amazing how he has started to tie it all together. And now I get to help women to live the abundant life and walk in their God-given purpose. Yes, amazing, amazing. I love that. And God works in such incredible ways. And often it's not till we do recall where we've come, um, the challenges that we've overcome, Mm. and uh, really how that now, that shaping our character, really places us in the season that we now find ourselves in. It's all been uh, directed through him. Talking about the importance of identifying and dealing with challenges and struggles head on. Often we want to run away from our challenges. We want to sweep them under the carpet, anything but deal with them. Why is it so important that we do? Because if we don't face our challenges, they're going to come back at us, Anne-Marie, like gangbusters. Mm. So, you know, it's almost like procrastination. Mm -hmm. If we look to avoid anything, it just grows over time and it grows into a monster that we are not prepared to deal with. So if we can begin to change our perspective and our attitude on what a challenge actually is, it's an opportunity for growth. Mm -hmm then we can look at it in a different way as opposed to running from it. We want to run towards it and say, I'm going to conquer you because I'm going to get past you once and for all. Yes. So when we're looking then at um, dealing with the challenges and struggles head on, what are some of the things that we need to be mindful of? Let's first Let's first address some of the things you see people typically doing when it comes to challenges and struggles, and it's not really supporting them in being able to deal with them. Because sometimes we think we're dealing with it, but actually we're not, and we're just making situations and matters worse. So let's have a look at what are some of the things that we are doing when it comes to challenging um, challenges and obstacles, and then we'll look at what are some of the things that we want to start doing to make sure we do handle them head on and deal with them once and for all. Absolutely. So I have two Bs Mm -hmm. to represent what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're blaming and we're butting. So one of the ways that we avoid obstacles is we blame other people. My mother did this to me. My husband won't allow me. This is what I've been through. And we seem to point the focus outward. Now, that's not to diminish in any way what somebody is going through or what they've been through. But no matter what we've faced in life, we are still only responsible for our reaction. Mm -hmm. So 
one of the B's that people do to avoid the obstacles in life is they blame other people. The minute you take the focus off of somebody else and you put it on you, you're now on a path towards healing and hope and purpose. Mm -hmm. The other B is the but. We all have our yeah, but. So we have this, yes, I want to conquer this obstacle, but. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, our but becomes bigger than everything else. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is not to give in to the but, but, <laughs> but <laughs> to acknowledge the but and overcome the butt. Mm -hmm. This sounds an awfully inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> this is the question right, entrepreneur show, again, just reminding everyone, no, it is. <laughs> I think when we hear about, and it's, it is so important because as you say, when we look at, okay, someone else might've been involved in a situation that has caused the challenge, but blaming the other person is not going to help us to address it Correct. and heal from that. And I think when we say that, often people assume that we completely disregard what, what is going on. And yes, as you said, it may be an awful situation to um, experience and now what you, you're going through. But I think, and I just want to emphasize what you've said, the reason that we do want to, to take ownership, if you will, is because whilst we cannot change someone else's approach, conversation, reaction, we can choose to, to uh, you know, how it's going to impact us. So what are the things then, once we recognize, all right, if I want to take ownership of it in some shape or form so that I can work through that, what are some of the, the things that you've seen work really well to help heal that, help heal us through that situation or challenge? That's a great question, and you actually just answered it. Just by saying, what can I do? Okay, this is my situation, but what can I do? I understand this is what I've been through, but what can I do? I recognize these are a bunch of things I can't do, but what can I do? We spend a lot of time in the can't. And if we spend a little bit more time in the can and seeing what's possible in us through God, we're going to be moving mountains in no time. Yes. Just seeing what we can do and asking that one question, what can I do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the minute we start to ask a question, our mind, both consciously and subconsciously, tries to find the answer. Mm -hmm. So if we continue to hang on to the negative, we will continue to find negative answers to reinforce the negative statement. Yes. If we find what can I do, your mind is going to start searching for an answer. Yeah. And uh, as we know in the Bible, there are so many incredible verses that uh, in situations of challenge and situations of doubt, everything, there are words that are there to comfort us. Do you have some, some favorite verses that you turn to in situations where you do find yourself challenged? Mm. There, there are two. They always have been my favorite, and they still to this day are my favorite. The first one is Romans 12, 2. Do not copy the patterns and the behaviors of this world, but allow God to transform you by the renewing of your mind so that you will know what his perfect will is. One of the reasons I love this scripture so much is we tend to have it backwards. We're out there taking transformation workshops, and we're trying to find the will of God, and we're doing all of this stuff in our own strength when in reality, it, it says right in that scripture, God will take care of the transforming. God will reveal his will. All I need you to do is to renew your mind. Yes. That's all I need you to do. And for um, 
controlling people like myself, I like the fact that there is still something in my life that I can control. I can control my own mind and my own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think well, we can all relate to that one. I think it, right? it, pretty much everyone on this show can relate to wanting to control uh, things for, for sure. You know what I love about that um, verse is that when we get to a point, and I'm sure that you've uh, experienced that, when we realize that we can and we we should and i know that it's you know that word should, should be very mindful how we use it but we are commanded we to allow god to control that it's a relief isn't it because then we can get on with the business that we know um we need to do and the actions that we need to take talk a little bit around renewing the mind what insights can you share with people, particularly if they say, all right, Chris, I understand. I need to renew, renew my mind. What are some, some steps that we can do that, some practical steps and maybe even some spiritual ones? Absolutely. This is one of my favorite topics because one of my passions is to help women to find and fulfill their God-given purpose. Mm. One of the obstacles that I have found that is a huge boulder in the road for most women is toxic thinking. Their negative thought process gets in the way. And I actually have a course, an online course that I take women through to overcome toxic thinking. And there's a four-step journey that I take women on. And the first step is to identify your reactions. And this goes back to the um, responsibility piece that we were talking about earlier. Mm. We have to own our own reactions because they're telling us something about what's going on inside of us. Mm. A lot of times we'll blame other people for triggering us, but let's face it, if there's if there's no bullets in a gun, it doesn't matter how many times you pull a trigger, yeah. nothing's happening. So one is to identify the reactions that are going on inside of you. And the second step is to interrogate that thought. Another one of my favorite scriptures is 2 Corinthians 10.5. And we are commanded to take every thought captive and make it obedient unto Christ. Mm -hmm. But you know, what does that mean to take something captive? Well, it means we got to take hold of it and evaluate it, interrogate it, just like we would a prisoner. Mm -hmm. So when we begin to interrogate those thoughts, we start to identify where they're coming from. And then we can line it up with truth. And truth is going to come from one of two sources. It's either going to come from God or reality. I mean, sometimes we are a little deluded as to what our true reality is. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you could have a woman who honestly, honestly believes that any day now her husband is going to have an affair. But in reality, he's the most honorable, faithful man that she'll ever meet. She just has some wounds from her past. Yeah. So we have to line that up with reality. And then also for us as believers, what is our reality? Our reality is God's word. Mm. So what does God's word say about those toxic thoughts? And that's where we begin to renew the mind. And then in the step four, we start to rewrite the thought. We literally tell ourselves, this is what I want you thinking. Because mm. at the end of the day, this is part of our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions, and yeah. we have authority over it. Yeah. So I can tell my mind what I want it to think. Mm. I know for, for many of us who like to have control of things, something else that we may resonate with as well is that word, the P word, patience. So those mm. steps are very powerful. Yet if you've had a thought or a belief 
that unfortunately is not really reality and you want to then change that belief, we need to give it time and it's different to the length of time that this really solidifies as becoming part of who we are can take time. So it's something that we need to Very repeat true. over and over, don't we? Speak a bit more about this because sometimes you hear people giving up when they were just about to reach that level where all of a sudden, ah, all right, now I, now I get it. Absolutely. The enemy is waiting. And he is going to continue to pressure and test and try to break you. And if all you do is just continue to keep on keeping on, you will win. Mm -hmm. You don't need to have special skills. You don't need to have an education. All you need to have is perseverance. Mm -hmm. And you will be victorious. And it's usually at the point where you are just about to crack is that the point that everything is about to break through. Yeah, yeah. So if we can just remember that, I feel mm. like I'm about to crack, so I must be about to break through. Yes. It'll keep us hanging on just a little longer. Yeah. And I think also, too, you know, again, there's Bible verses that we can find really empowering us. And so write them down, have them in front of us um, and repeat them over and over, you know, lean on him, go with his strength. Um, let him strengthen us, you know, in our weakness and um, and Absolutely. we will get there. Because here's the thing, and I want you to speak a little bit more into this, is you were talking earlier about triggers. Now, when we heal something, we'll often then something will happen or someone will say something. And when we healed it, we'll go, oh, I'm actually feeling no, you know, butterflies or my heart's not beating because that no longer is triggering us because we have dealt Correct. with it. And we've changed the belief or the thought around that, yes? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But it's difficult for a lot of people in that moment. Yeah. So when they are having the inappropriate reactions and they know it wasn't right. So now you're dealing with the inappropriate yeah. reactions. You're dealing with the feelings that come along with it. And then afterwards, you're dealing with the guilt mm -hmm. that goes behind. Hey, I didn't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. And I want to give people some permission to kind of ease up on yourself just a little bit, because a lot of this mind renewal work, uh, excuse me, work can't happen as easily in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's better done in hindsight. So you're better off actually taking that scenario and going back into a quiet space, go to your prayer closet and sit with it. Mm -hmm. What was my reaction? What was I thinking and feeling? What does that remind me of? Where did that come from? And ask the questions in hindsight. And it'll give you a little bit more foresight as to how you want to change that in the future. Yes. But trying to do it in the moment, that's a little challenging. Yeah. That guilt and shame, I mean, those are two emotions that really just leave them at the foot of the, you know, cross because, um, you know, that, that is something that I think so many women can tend to struggle with. So I'm glad that um, you spoke into that. Let's talk about having faith in God when it all goes wrong. This can be difficult too, right in the moment, but such a great reminder. Very, very true. So I have noticed that even with very strong Christians, we have this misconception that the abundant life is supposed to be a perfect life. And it's not. Even Jesus said it plainly. You will face trials. You will go through things. 
So if we can again change our perspective as to what that trial is there for, what that period may be there for, we can better wrap our heads around it's not God, but it's God loving us enough to say, I'm going to use this. And one of my favorite quotes in, in, in helping people is everything that you have been through, gone through, and done is going to be used for your good and for his glory. So nothing is wasted. So if we can begin to change our perspective in thinking that, okay, everything's going wrong. Now my faith is shattered. God's still the same. God has always been the same. He always will be the same. He adores you. He loves you with an everlasting love, and that has never changed, and it never will. So even when we are going through something, it's either God allowing it, and if he's allowing it, it's for your good, Mm. or it's the enemy, in which case you have a right to stand before God's throne and say, I want my recompense Mm. because the enemy is trying to steal from me. Mm. So either way, in the end, you win. Stand firm. Such a great reminder, and I remember years and years ago, decades in fact, um, my mother, she, she always had rheumatoid arthritis. It was genetic, and she obviously, in the, the foods and the environment she had, that made it worse. And someone said to her, well, your faith mustn't be strong because you wouldn't be struggling with that had, uh, you know, your strong faith. And that this is exactly what, um, you know, you're speaking into. And she was challenged for a while. And thankfully, my brothers were ministers. And they said, Mum, really, do you believe that? She had to take that to prayer. But as you say, I mean, there are situations, but it gave her patience if we have a look at um, you know where she learned and it was a growth opportunity for her she had patience for people who were sick she would listen to them and really love them and um, you know she and she didn't let let it uh, affect her quality of life either even though you know she she did sometimes struggle with pain but I think that's so important to recognize that you know, just because something happens doesn't mean God is angry with us. It could be the next right. season in our life is just ahead and we need our character to be shaped. And I can now say uh, with um, with absolute integrity that one of the worst business failings that I ever had that had me on my knees crying, mm. you know, on, on, on my bed curled up like a baby is now the best thing that ever happened to me I because um, I allowed him to heal me and I took that to prayer and we can, that's the kind of um, courage and boldness we can take yes. from those lessons to say, you know what, you took me through that, you saw me through that and now I've got a you know deeper vision as to what I need to be aware of and when we can look at that, my goodness, we can start to celebrate some of those challenges. Absolutely. Not that that, by the way, just a heads up, Lord, no, no more challenges like that, please. <laughs> but they are. Well, you know, I, one of the things that I had learned is life isn't all about me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not about my comfort, my happiness, mm-hmm. my joy, my purpose. You know, if we're sitting here saying, God, use me, and then we're getting upset when he puts us through things, yeah. Are we truly allowing ourselves to be used as a vessel? Now, I don't know about you, but I'm dumb as a stump. And God actually has to take me through experiences mm-hmm. so that I understand. Mm-hmm. I don't just learn from a book. Yeah. I mean, he knows oh, I'm here book. again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. To say, you know what? I need you to be able to empathize with these kind of people. And I know you well enough that the only way you can is if I allow you to go through it. Yes. 
so I, I when once I learned that, I realized, okay, here we are again. Mm -hmm. This is going to get used at some point. Yeah. So again, it goes back to that perspective mm -hmm. shift. Yeah. And share, share with us, if you will, when we recognize that, it instantly allows us to see that challenge with a different mindset, almost a calmness, even if we are in the heat, because we realize, and, and I think through doing that, we are able to pray about it and then go, you know what, okay, this is what I know to be true or the steps that I have learned over the years, Lord, show me other ways or there may be some people that we need to, to come in um, because they've got expertise in that area if you're talking about business. Um, but there's a different viewpoint that we can see it through, a different lens. Have you found that to be true too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, it's as if the rose-colored glasses have been removed but the vision is even more clear. Yes. So we try to look through things, look at things through this this rosy lens, except of course when we put our God glasses on, then for some reason it seems to get distorted. <laughs> but when when our true picture of God comes in and our perspective mm. is changed, that's when everything comes into view so mm. much clearer. Yes. And we are able to reach a point just like Mary, I love what she says. When, when she found out she was pregnant with Jesus, I mean, could you imagine? Mm. I mean, I don't imagine. understand, Yeah. but be it unto me according to your word. Yeah. Whatever it is, Lord, just be it unto me. Do what you need to do mm -hmm. in me, through me, by me. It doesn't matter. I trust you. Yeah. And when we reach that place where we can say, God, I don't get it, but I'm going to choose to trust you, things start to change. Yes, yes. Love that. Love, love, love that. Let's talk about finding and fulfilling your God-given purpose. Many people can struggle with this, can't they? What is my God-given purpose, people will often ask. Share some insights to help. Well, so here's what I have found with a lot of people. They mistake career for purpose. Mm -hmm. And career is just simply one form of an extension of your God-given purpose. And to find your God-given purpose, you have to go through a discovery process. And this is another passion that I have, and I have a program where I work with clients privately, I work with them in groups, I do workshops on this as well, because it's such an important element. There are so many people out there that are living a mediocre life. Mm. We understand the difference between good and bad, but when we're living a mediocre life and we're not living our God-given purpose, we just feel like we're falling short. Mm. So what usually happens is we start grasping at anything. Mm. And that's a big mistake because we want to now take a step back and reestablish the foundation. And the foundation is discovering, discovering who you are, discovering your temperament, discovering your passions. Uh, in, in one of my books, I have the seven shades of you. It's, there's so many aspects of yourself that now go behind discovering your purpose. But your purpose is actually a high level. Mm. It's more, and some people almost feel like it's broad and general, mm -hmm. but it is. But how we go about fulfilling that can take on many, many forms. So many people will get stuck in the the how and yeah. the what mm -hmm. as opposed to that high level, what has God created me for? Yes. And it takes more than just um, 
you know, reading an article here and there. It takes a lot of self-discovery. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, as you're sharing that, I think self-discovery is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. Um, mm. And it's interesting that you should say this. You're, I've had three interviews today and the first guest said exactly what you said, that our purpose is far beyond our career. That was his words exactly too. Um, is far more deeper than that. So share with us, uh, if you will, Chris, how can people connect with you and find out more about um, some of these programs? Because sometimes, as you say, trying to do this on our own can be really difficult because we're, we're only able to see this. Yet speaking with someone who's skilled in this area, we can peel back some of those layers and suddenly realize just the gifts and talents and other things that is unique to us that we just took for granted because we assumed everyone could do that and it's That's not right. necessarily the, the truth. So share a little bit more about um, some of the work you do and how people can connect with you. Well, I do private counseling and coaching. I do workshops and I have online courses. So my next book that's coming out is actually called Make It Matter, and it is a roadmap for living a life of purpose. And it lays out everything that I go through in my courses to help you find and fulfill your God-given purpose. But I'd love to offer to your listeners a free ebook. Mm -hmm. It's called Inner Voice, and it will help you to discover the voice that you're listening to so you can begin to peel back and understand what God is calling you to do. And you can find that at chrisreese.com slash purpose. Mm -hmm. so, and that will now connect us and I will be able to keep you updated with uh, inspiration, education, and upcoming events. So Chris is with a K, Reese is with a C. I, I'm absolutely amazed at the number of ways you can spell Chris Reese. <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, you can just go to my website at chrisreese.com or I can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash reesechris and we can stay connected there. Fantastic. And what we'll do for you, Chris, is put all of the links on our show notes, which people can find at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE158. And then they easily uh, can click through on uh, all of those links to, to ensure that they remain connected Great. with you. Because, you know, some of the things that we're talking about today, people may realize they see themselves that they are repeating a pattern. And the important thing to realize is that even though um, we think we may be dealing with it by ignoring it or hoping that a situation um, will never happen to trigger us, there are so much more incredible things God has in store for us, yet it may just need us to go through and heal whatever is okay. there so that he can elevate us to the next uh, season Absolutely. and um, getting the support in order to do that is something that can certainly ensure that we do that in a way that uh, supports us the best way. So I certainly encourage people to connect with you. So one of the things that I'm doing at the end of every show, Chris, and I'd love to do this for you, is just to finish with a word of prayer. May I do that today? Oh, please. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Chris today and where she's sharing insights on how important it is that uh, we approach challenges and obstacles in a thankful 
grateful heart. It says in the Bible, because Lord, as Chris reminded us, these challenges and obstacles may just be shaping the character that you want us to develop as you take us to the next season. It may even be that where you're positioning us is to be the light and hope for other women or men who may also be struggling with this. And through our own journey and through healing with that, we are now able to impart a message into their lives. Father, I just want to um, uphold in prayer the work that Chris is doing, the clients that she is working with. Father, will you continue to bless her work through the power of the Holy Spirit? We break and bind anything the enemy is lying in their lives and the things that he is trying to to sabotage uh, anything, the works that she is doing and, and, of course, in the lives of the clients that she's working with. May they find peace and hope uh, in you, Lord, as we continue to every single day renew our minds, renew our minds. Father, we love you and we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Thank so, you much, so much, Chris. I am so blessed by uh, each and every one of the guests that I have on uh, the show. I'm certainly getting my mind renewed every single interview <laughs> that I do. And it's such a great reminder that the, the word of God and the conversations we have are just so interesting. The deeper yeah. you start to unpack, he really does reveal parts of him that you just it's just amazing. And I'm sure you have it's this so true. as well as you continue to, um, yeah spend more time with him so thank you for the work that you continue thank to do you in so the lives, much uh, this has been women. such a blessing thank i you. love what you're doing may god continue to bless your work and Anne-Marie, i love your accent oh thank you and i love yours there's a deep appreciation so there you go thanks so much for coming on the show chris <laughs> thank you so much for having me Anne-Marie. you've been listening to the christian entrepreneurs podcast brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.